Hello and welcome to the Most Accurate Podcast. I'm your host, Alex Gelhar. The Most Accurate Podcast is proud to be presented by Underdog Fantasy. Underdog has an all-new format for snake drafts, Battle Royale. I'll give you the full rundown of this awesome new game type later in the show. In the meantime, download the Underdog Fantasy app and get ready to play. The Most Accurate Podcast is also proud to be presented by Prediction Strike, the only performance-based sports stock market where you can buy and sell shares of professional athletes as if they were stocks. Head to predictionstrike.com or download the app for more info. Today's intro song was Lose Yourself by Eminem from the soundtrack to the 2002 film 8 Mile. I felt that was a fitting song for this podcast dropping in the middle of the playoffs because while the playoffs don't come once in a lifetime, although the offseason sometimes feels like a lifetime, you still don't want to miss your shot at a title. Week 14 finished with quite possibly the game of the year between the Browns and Ravens, leading us into an interesting Week 15. There are two games on Saturday, so don't forget that as you're managing the waiver wire and setting your lineups. I try in this episode to focus on players that can help you win this week, guys that you can pick up and play. So the podcast, like last week, is a little bit slimmer. As usual, for more recommendations, be sure to head to 444.com and check out the full waiver wire watch column. There are many, many more wide receivers and even more tight ends. Not quite so many more running backs because that position is quite thin on the waiver wire right now. But there's more help there if you need it. Now, before I get to this week's top pickups, the news. Lions quarterback Matthew Stafford injured his ribs against the Packers and is doubtful for Week 15 against the Titans. This is bad news for Lions skill players like Marvin Jones, DeAndre Swift, and TJ Hawkinson, as Chase Daniels is the backup and he hasn't started a game in quite some time. 49ers wide receiver Debo Samuel injured his hamstring and will be out for, quote, a while, per head coach Kyle Shanahan. This is disappointing as Debo had just come back and was starting to look really good again. Pretty much a lost season for Debo at this point. Bills wide receiver John Brown is set to return to practice this week after missing the last few weeks while on injured reserve with an ankle injury. We'll have to see how much practice time he gets in and if the team activates him for this Week 15 matchup. Buccaneers running back Ronald Jones may have fractured his pinky on Sunday against the Vikings. Like with Brown, we'll need to watch the practice reports and updates from the team on how they're treating Jones's potential injury and whether or not he'll get in enough practice and be ready to play on Sunday. The mustache is back as the Jaguars are starting Gardner Minshew against the Ravens in Week 15, but we're not really sure how much this will matter for that Jags offense in a tough spot against the Ravens defense. And to end on a brighter note, Eagles rookie Jalen Hurts will earn his second straight start in Week 15 against the Cardinals. More on him in a second. A quick reminder before we dive in, roster percentages are pulled from Yahoo Fantasy Leagues, and free agent budget recommendations are based on a $100 season-long budget. But with only, only a few weeks remaining, you know, do what you need to on the waiver wire to get the players you need. Each positional list of recommendations will be ranked from top priority to lowest priority. And with that out of the way, here are my top quarterback ads of the week. Philip Rivers of the Colts, 41% rostered, 3 to $5 free agent spend. Jalen Hurts with the Eagles, 16% rostered. 3 to $5 free agent spend, and Derek Carr for the Raiders, 47% rostered, $3 free agent spend. Really, I'm getting sick of talking in Philip Rivers in this column because, or column podcast, geez, my brain's mixed up at the moment, but I'm getting sick of talking about Rivers because he's been averaging 18.3 fantasy points per game since week six, and he's thrown multiple touchdown passes in six of those eight games. 
Next up for Rivers is another matchup with the lowly Texans defense, a unit Rivers torched for 285 yards and two touchdowns just two weeks ago. Rivers comes in at the top of the list because his ceiling might not be as high as the other guys, but he's just been so consistent. And in the playoffs, if you don't want to run the risk and want to just get a locked-in solid production, Rivers is your guy. As for Hurts, he gave the Eagles a spark in Week 13 against the Packers and then got his first start against the Saints, what seemed like an impossibly tough draw for the rookie, yet he delivered in fantasy and on the field as the Eagles got the win. Hurts threw for just 167 yards and one touchdown, but added 106 yards on the ground. He's in a great spot against this Cardinals defense, and don't let their last week's performance against Daniel Jones fool you. They have been a bottom four defense in 4-for-4's adjusted fantasy points allowed metric prior to Jones going in and doing absolutely nothing against them in Week 14. Rounding out the list is Derek Carr. Those who were bold enough to go back to Carr after his abysmal Week 12 showing, uh, which was just .6 standard fantasy points, they were richly rewarded as Carr torched the Jets, throwing for 385 yards, three touchdowns, and one more score on the ground. Carr continued that fantasy success this past week, again going for over 300 yards through the air, with just two touchdowns and the additional one on the ground, but also two interceptions. Carr will host the Chargers on Thursday night, a defense that can be beaten through the air, but might be able to get to Carr a bunch with Joey Bosa and that defensive line, given the Raiders' issues on the offensive line. Carr comes with a little more risk, as in primetime against a divisional opponent, things could get weird, but the setup is still there for him to have a really nice week. We all love snake drafts, we all love big prizes, but we don't all love big entry fees or multi-week contests. So Underdog Fantasy just released an all-new format for the snake drafts. It's called Battle Royale. In Battle Royale, you draft a one-week team like you normally would, but instead of only competing against the other teams in your specific draft, you compete with teams from other drafts. This way, they pull together the prizes so they can offer big tournament-style payouts while keeping the live snake draft format. If you think this is your week and you can draft the best team, you have to try Battle Royale. It offers the big upside a normal snake draft can't, with prizes that used to only be attainable in season-long or salary cap tournaments. The first Battle Royale is already up in the Underdog app and website, it's $5 to enter, has a $25,000 prize pool, and pays out $4,000 to first place. Next, here are a few of the top running back targets this week. Like I said, the list is pretty slim. We've got Jeff Wilson for the 49ers, 19% rostered, $15 spend. Carlos Hyde for the Seahawks, 27% rostered, $15 spend. And Peyton Barber for the football team, 9% rostered, $10 free agent spend. So since Jeff Wilson returned from injury, he's averaging 10 carries per game and just under 40 yards. But he might have some more appeal next week as Raheem Mostert did leave Sunday's game uh, to get evaluated for concussion. If Mostert is limited, the team could lean on Wilson more against the Cowboys, but those that are in a desperate spot, maybe they haven't gotten Christian McCaffrey back, could give Wilson a call. Like I said, he offers somewhat of a floor as he's been producing some yardage, but he does seem to be one of the team's favorite options near the goal line, so there's always a chance for a nice, you know, 12-carry, 40-yard, two-touchdown day from Jeff Wilson. As for Carlos Hyde, he's surprisingly seen 15-plus touches in two of the three games since Chris Carson has returned from injury, including this past week against the Jets when he took his 17 touches for 88 total yards. So Hyde doesn't have a super high ceiling given Carson's return and prominent role in the offense, but much like with Wilson, he offers a non-zero floor, and for those that are just desperate for some bankable production at running back, they could give Hyde a look. And rounding out the, this list is Peyton Barber. He filled in for the injured Antonio Gibson this past week, but turned his 14 touches into just 38 yards against a tough 49ers defense. Barber really needs a touchdown uh, to, you know, produce for us in fantasy. 
and he may have a chance against the Seahawks defense this coming week. But I'd really only pick up Barber and start him if Antonio Gibson is going to be out again. Now, before diving into the top wide receivers, I have to take a minute to tell you about Prediction Strike. As I mentioned at the start of the show, it's the only performance-based sports stock market where you can buy and sell shares of professional athletes as if they were stocks. This is a new twist on the fantasy sports game where you can create a portfolio of your favorite athletes to get closer to your favorite games. The setup is simple. You create an account at PredictionStrike.com, deposit funds, then buy, sell, and hold shares of your favorite players. You can trade shares at any time as long as the player isn't currently in a game. The value of these fictional shares changes based upon the player's performance in the games. So I've had more fun kind of trying to pick and choose guys that have a smaller value somewhat on the margins that I think are going to, you know, bounce back in a game or have a nice run of success. And it's worked out pretty well so far. But, you know, had I been more of a homer and put a bunch more money into my star Packer players like Devontae Adams and Aaron Rodgers, well, I may have been riding even bigger returns. So that's the fun of Prediction Strike, though. You guys should all give it a try. Get started today by visiting PredictionStrike.com and sign up with the code TMAP to get an additional $10 with your first deposit of $20 or more. And be sure to download the Prediction Strike app in the Apple App Store. Moving on to wide receivers, here's a few to look at on the waiver wire. Tim Patrick for the Broncos, 28% rostered, $13 spend. Nelson Aguilar for the Raiders, 35% rostered, $12 spend. And Kiki Cootie for the Texans, 45% rostered, $10 spend. Honestly, I'm shocked Tim Patrick's roster percentage isn't even higher, as he's been putting together an impressive run as the pseudo number one wideout for the Broncos. This past week, he caught three of his team-high five targets for 36 yards and a touchdown. Patrick and his teammate KJ Hamler, who went two for 86 and two touchdowns on three targets, will both be volatile wide receiver threes next week when the Broncos attempt to keep pace with Josh Allen and the Bills, but Patrick has been producing 100-yard games, he's getting in the end zone, he is a really solid option in fantasy and could have a nice ceiling too. What a year it's been for Nelson Aguilar, who has gone from a meme to a legit number one wide receiver for the Raiders. His latest salvo was a five-catch, 100-yard, one-touchdown effort against the Colts on nine targets. And the Colts are a pretty strong defensive unit too, so that's nothing to turn our noses up at. Aguilar has kind of just fallen into the number one wide receiver role for the Raiders, and I think he's a plug-and-play wide receiver three, wide receiver four for next week against the Chargers. As for Kiki Cootie, the Texans put in one of their worst performances of the year against the Bears on Sunday. Injuries and suspensions may finally be taking their toll, but Cootie did find the end zone for the Texans' lone touchdown. He only saw three targets, which was a little disappointing, especially since Brandon Cooks was out. But I think Cootie's going to have a secure role moving forward, as it's reported that Randall Cobb may stay on injury reserve with his toe injury. Alright, to round things out, I've got two tight ends for you, both of whom I like this coming week as streamers. They are Cole Komet for the Bears, 6% rostered, 3 to $5 free agent spend, and Irv Smith Jr. for the Vikings, 1% rostered, 3 to $5 spend as well. So Jimmy Graham found the end zone early for the Bears against the Texans, which was a little tilting, as uh, I had been somebody who was talking up Komet for a couple weeks now, but Komet still saw more targets than his veteran teammate, 7-4, to four, gained more yardage on his four receptions, 41 yards, and just all around still appears to be the now tight end one on this team. I really think Cole Komet is a solid tight end two from here on out, and if you have had some issues in it, uh, tight end or are looking for a good, good pickup and play, Komet's the guy. Irv Smith returned to action after missing multiple games with groin and back injuries, and it was just in time too as Kyle Rudolph was out in week 14. Smith responded uh, with increased playing time and targets, turning in a four-catch, 63-yard, one-touchdown performance. Smith had outsnapped Rudolph before his injuries, so it's possible he could just outright be the starter down the stretch. Irv is, is starting to hit the ground running, and he's a super talented guy. 
And I really like his upside this week against the Bears, especially if Rudolph is still out. All right, let me run through the Week 15 ads one more time for you guys before we get out of here. At quarterback, we have Phillip Rivers for the Colts, 41% rostered. Jalen Hurts for the Eagles, 16% rostered. And Derek Carr for the Raiders, 47% rostered. Running back, we have Jeff Wilson Jr. for the 49ers, 19% rostered. Carlos Hyde for the Seahawks, 27% rostered. And Peyton Barber for the football team, 9% rostered. At wide receiver, we have Tim Patrick for the Broncos, 28% rostered. Nelson Aguilar for the Raiders, 35% rostered. And Kiki Cootie for the Texans, 45% rostered. And last but not least, at tight end, we've got Cole Komet for the Bears, 6% rostered. And Irv Smith Jr. for the Vikings, 1% rostered. All right, everybody, that's going to do it for this week's edition of the Waiver Wire T-Map episode. You can find me on Twitter at Alex Gelhar. Be sure to rate, review, subscribe, download, share the podcast with everybody you know, especially the ratings and reviews. Those really do mean a lot for us and the episode's success. So, you know, if you're in the giving mood for the Christmas spirit, why don't you drop us a five-star review? It would really mean a lot to us. Uh, Good luck to those of you still hanging around in the playoffs. I know... I think in all three of the leagues I'm still around in, I am advancing to the next round of the playoffs. So just got to go put in some waiver wire claims right now and start looking at those matchups and make sure I can uh, try and bring home a title or two. Hopefully you all can do the same. Until next time. Look, if you had one shot or one opportunity... Seize everything you ever wanted One moment Did you capture Just let it slip Yo His palms are sweaty Knees weak, arms are heavy There's vomit on his sweater already Mom's spaghetti, he's